You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 everybody. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. And a special thank you to all the essential workers and frontliners out there doing their best to keep us healthy and safe. Um, On this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny, I am joined by the bassist of the used, Jeffa. This guy is incredible. Um, If you don't know already, the used has a new record out. It's called Heartwork, and it is fucking incredible. If you haven't already... Uh, go check it out. I cannot speak higher about this record. It is so good. It's got a little bit of everything. It's energetic. It's heavy. It's poppy. It sounds great. The production is great. The songwriting is unparalleled. I am not just putting it over because he's on my show. I'm telling you, uh, as a used fan, as as a fan of music, uh, this is a really good record that you need to go check out if you haven't already. Uh, I've been a fan of the used since I first saw them back um, on the Warp Tour when we toured together. We get a little bit into that um, back in 2003. Their energy was off the charts. Bert used to jump off this, the, the huge speaker trust and just out into the crowd. It was it was incredible, and the songwriting was you know backed it up so well. Um, you know this, but this new record, man, I gotta say, is just it takes it to a whole other other level for me, and and specifically um, getting into it with Jeffa about his bass parts on this new record. I mean, he has done a phenomenal job um, filling in the bass uh, the bass position on this record. He's done some really cool stuff. I mean, he's always done cool stuff. He's honestly one of my favorite contemporary bassists right now in the world. And uh, it's so cool. We had a great chat. We dive into it on almost a track by track um, uh, kind of conversation on the process of this new record, Heartwork, which is out now. And it's so fun to dive into it with another basis and have a have a conversation that you know <laughs> might go over a few people's heads uh, or or not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, getting 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 to talk to a fellow bassist was was awesome. Um, Jeffa actually lives off the grid in Hawaii. Uh, he had to use uh, data for this and was just on uh, on his phone, so the audio isn't the greatest quality. But we did our best to uh, clean it up. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, I cannot speak higher about this record. If you haven't already, go check it out. It's it's absolutely phenomenal at the end i'm actually going to play you one of my favorite tracks from this record um so go ahead listen to this enjoy this we get into everything that we can past and present um and it's just fun to hang out with my friend again virtually and get a get in a nice little chat so without further ado i give you jeffa of the used hey what's up everybody on this episode of drinks with johnny i am joined by jeff of the used how you doing over there brother Great, man. How about you? I'm good. You know, just living that quarantine life. We're, uh, I'm, I'm hunkered down here in uh, Huntington Beach, California. I know you're out there in Hawaii at your place, right? Yeah, yeah. Just hanging out. <laughs> How so? Being in the sun. Yeah, you've been you've been living out there, um, kind of off the grid for quite a while. Like, has how how has this new pandemic really changed your life? Um, you know, I'm kind of an introvert. And kind of a, I don't say loner is maybe not the right word, but I was an only child growing up, so I'm used to not being around people, you know? 
Okay. So, so this for me, it's, I'm really just hanging out with my wife and my dog and not much has changed as far as that goes, you know? That's, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I figured, I figured when you're, when I hear, you know, you're going to have to do a, a, a zoom from your phone because you don't have Wi-Fi at your house. I was like, well, then the <laughs> pandemic probably hasn't changed much for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't get me wrong but. yeah no no but it looks like you're in a gorgeous place there i mean i'm only able to see this via zoom as i said oh yeah it's um, cozy yeah man that looks that looks gorgeous so let's get into the new record man Heartwork. i'm excited about this yeah we put a lot of work into this one i mean when did you yeah. when were you tracking this record i mean i know you've probably been this is the first release from canyon right that was in 2017 yeah, yeah. Uh, after that record, we kind of went through a little bit. We got a new guitar player, you know, things changed mm -hmm. it up. Uh, we, we did, I would say we did about a year and a, maybe a little over a year, year and a quarter of writing. Okay. And we wouldn't like straight write, you know, of course. We would write on tour and then we'd come back and he had a little studio at his house. So we'd meet up in LA and then go down to his house because he has all the studio gear. Yeah. And we'd jam at his place and kind of figure out a couple ideas and then... Then we decided we're going to record with Feldman. We yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that because this is the first time you've worked with Feldman since, what was it like the second record? Uh, um, trying to blank on it now. Uh, oh, and Love and Death. Yeah, no worries. Love and Death. Love and Death. We, I know these we things did. are just, you know, drop blank. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. Dude, I don't, honestly, if we go through song titles, I probably wouldn't remember most of our song titles. It, just, it happens, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm the same way with, with Avenged. <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, someone asked me, what was the name of that record? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually worked with Feldman, I think the one before The Canyon. Oh, okay. Which, again, I'm drawing, drawing a blank on the title of that right now. But, but yeah, we worked with them on and off, you know, and so... This time going back in, we had all this, we were prepared, right? We had all these songs that we were excited about. And we got into the studio and we decided to scrap it all and just start over. Which really? is kind of scary. Yeah, That's kind of super scary. scary. You scrapped the whole thing? Whose idea was scrapped that? Did you guys just like come in and, and Feldman was just like, it's not there? No, I think it was, it was just the vibe. You know, when we went back in with Feldman again, there was, there was this weird, because uh, we like, like you, we were talking about, we've recorded Feldman a lot. And... Mm -hmm. And after that last record, that last record, I can go to details about that last record. It was crazy. It, it took us like months to record that record. It was real, really skimming through it really quick. All the drums were not to a click. So oh. the whole record wasn't to a click. It was on a, there was a delay on the snare. So the songs kind of breathed. You know, that's how we did it with Ross Robinson. Who's, Ross Robinson is awesome. He's one of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet. Oh, dude, I can't. I, I'll definitely reach oh. out to him. God, he is so cool, man. But recording without a click track was interesting. I'm not a, I'm not the greatest at click. It's not my, not my thing. I didn't grow up with click that, you know, practicing click. But anyway, recording with a delay to the snare yeah. sets, sets a click. You know what I mean? It's like, like, you know, okay. so it kind of breathes and it'll flow in and out depending on the drummer plays. So it kind of, it lets the song have a little bit more soul to it. So it, it was a... Anyway, we don't need to talk about that record, but the point of that is... <laughs> no, no, let's get into done, all of it, man. I've got you here for a while. I know you ain't got nothing better oh, to do. <laughs> I, got, I don't have shit to do. i got to mow. That's after, after recording that, I mean, we put a lot of effort into that record. We got all these backup singers. We got There were some crazy people, too, some backup singers that we had. One of the dudes was in The Temptations. Wow. Wild. Yeah, there were some wild people in the studio at that time. That's super um, cool. But the record really didn't fully get finished, I would say. Okay. And then there was some there was some other we just ran out of time. We were too too much, I think, is what it was. And so we didn't fully get finished with vocals, which is the weirdest thing ever. That's but you would never know I would never know that, like listening to the, to that record that like it just wasn't finished. It's like, eh, we ran out of time, let's put it out there. <laughs> too many things got allocated to things that shouldn't have been Gotcha. Allocated to, if that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but, well, real quick though, like you, you touched on that one, and then this one gets scrapped right before you go into the, or right as you get to the track lane portion, which for me, I wouldn't even know what to do with like with that, like all the preparation going up. I mean, we, I don't know what your guys' process is, but us as Avenged, uh, we demo everything out to such detail that when we go into the studio to lay down the track, it's 
more or less 99% done and we're just making the quality of the sound a little a little That's different. awesome. I, I love that. We, we've done that before, but I don't know. We, we also just like to experiment in a way, you know, like that, like we've been extremely prepared for some records and some records we've had hardly any preparation. And yeah. this one, we wanted to do that hardly any preparation because we just, we felt in like a magical place. I mean, that's kind of a cheesy word to use, you know, like some kind of wizardry, but <laughs> we were there and we felt good and we were like vibing and we, we were with, with Feldman again. But this time with Feldman, it felt like we were coming back to like a family member. It was different. Yeah. It was like returning to like a, like a long lost brother or something, you know? I mean, I don't have a brother, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Close as I can get. Yeah. I mean, you know the analogy though. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to use analogies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't sure have enough. to know everything, you know? <laughs> No, that's um, that's really that's really wild though. So you guys got it after everything is scrapped. What's the process um, on this new record, and how long does it take you to to fully record it and get it ready? Yeah, uh, this time this time going to the studio, uh, it was it was really interesting. We we kind of just let things be. We'd come up with an idea, like somebody guitar line, vocal line, bass line, drum line, just some idea that we would have as like a like a structure part, right? And then around that, we would kind of uh, blend it together with other ideas, like sort of, uh, sort of, what's to say? What am I saying here? I'm kind of lose my train of thought a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At least you did that spin on your phone, so it, it, it makes it all make sense somehow. It, it all makes, makes sense now. Um, anyway. So you're, so you're saying I, yeah. like you, you start with like a, a bass or drum part a lot of the times here, and then you're starting to blend... What, uh, probably some guitar ideas or is Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'd come up with a basic structure off of okay. whatever idea we have, you know, like adding like a drum loop or just some other kind of loop to, you know, some kind of melody loop to have the song go through. And then we'd kind of pick and choose parts through there. It was kind of just ad-libbing until we fit what needs to be there. It's kind of like starting in the middle of a song almost, you know? Okay. And then once we had parts that were solid, we tried to get vocals done and everybody... This is the cool thing on this record is that everybody was just throwing out ideas for every part. You know, bass lines, guitar lines, like drum lines, vocal lines, like words. Like we were just spewing shit out as as a whole. You know, like less That's focus cool. on the individual and more focus on the entire. You know, is it? And this is the first time you guys done a, a writing process like this. We've done we've done some similar ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, where we've gone in the studio before and just kind of jammed it and kind of come up with, you know, I think this way is a lot better, you know, just, just being as a whole and everybody coming together and recording a record as, I mean, of course we're a group and we're a band, but coming together as a group that way, you know? Yeah, well, part. you know, I, I tend to find, and it's the same in Avenged for, the, for certain albums, there's usually one or two main writers for that said record and then everyone kind of hones in closer to the end um have you guys gone through that process before too or have you always been the kind of band that writes you know pretty much 100 percent together you know it's it's changed there's there's been times in the past where someone will come with a majority of an idea but mm -hmm. they won't have the ability to play like the drum line or expand on the bass line or even like the melody, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the vocal melody. So it's, Bert's usually, as far as our band goes, Bert's like the king of melodies and the king of lyrics. And cause he's obsessed with like lyrical content and like vocals and words. He's obsessed with that idea and tying them together, you know, and I'm not, so I'm not gonna, I'll put my two cents in, but I'm not gonna have the same pull he would as far as that goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but, and it's been working. So why mess with it? Yeah. <laughs> why mess with it? Yeah. No, but that's as far cool. as like, oh yeah, as far as like ideas for other instruments, uh, like Bert's really good at piano, so he's good at knowing where like bass or like guitar should go, you know, or like sort of tying that together, you know. And I I can't play piano at all. I can pass as a like messing around on it, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. I don't yeah, have that totally. knowledge. I got a piano in my house that I'm pretty sure like I go over and play like Lizzo on it real quick, and that's yeah, <laughs> which is fun. I love Lizzo. So that's yeah. Really cool. <laughs> it's the only thing I can transcribe. It's pretty basic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's dive into like a little bit of bass player to bass player thing here on um specifically on the new record. I'm dude, congratulations on this thing. You guys I think it's one of the best, you know, albums you guys have put out to be. Oh dude, I, I really appreciate that, honestly, man. Yeah, it's really. it's super yeah. cool. Um 
let's just go through the kind of track by track almost. The first uh, couple of songs are solid. They're energetic. They're you know, you're what you would want when you first throw on a used record. And then when it really starts to get interesting for me is probably, um, it's, it's the third song. I have it pulled up right here. Just yeah. so that I don't, I don't mess up with the wrong names here. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to mess those up too. Actually. Yeah, but like the, the third track is big, the wannabe track. Okay. And yeah. um, there's a bass part in there that kind of reminds me of like a Flea-esque thing. There's like the 16th notes going da 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's just kind of dancing around a little bit. How did that song come up? And what do you use as inspiration, I guess, is what I'm asking for... Uh, bass lines because you've always been an incredible bass player I've always oh, noticed no. that since we did Warped Tour together those many years ago so I mean and I yeah, think dude. every record that I've heard you do you um, you expand upon your bass playing from the last record it's never the same like, oh, even man. as good as you are it's getting better and better each time do you feel that the same way or? That, that's that's goosebumps. I don't know if you can see them right there. <laughs> I, I, I really it, appreciate though, that. I really, I really That's mean really it. That's really nice, man. Yeah, I, I, I practice a lot. I'm, I, like I said, I'm a nerd. I'm a loner. So I, I, there's, only, there's only a few things in life I'm really good at. You know, being alone is one of them. <laughs> Maybe the You're other. crushing is, quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really, though. It's, hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2 020-d.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Everybody's like home, like, get me out of here. I'm like, well, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, but yeah big, so you play uh, a lot. You're, you're, you're sitting around noodling a lot trying to, I mean, do you, do you look to other bass players, um, contemporary ones that like, you're like, oh, that's really cool. I need to add that to my repertoire. Or is it more just, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to play? Um, it's a little bit of both. I, I taught myself most of my life. I taught myself, you know, and which is good and bad. I think you need to really understand yourself and how you play and how your body works. You know what I mean? As far mm -hmm. as a musician goes, but lessons are good to understand the basics and even broad, broaden the uh, basics, you know? So lately I've been kind of getting deeper into like stuff I should have known like 20 years ago, you know, which is it's good and bad. I think it's good, but no, that's probably what? good. That's, that 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 sounds like a lesson I should probably take to before we get the, the next record. Dude, out. we'll talk. We'll talk later. I'll give you some ideas. All stuff. right, cool. Yeah, give and me you, some, we, some we should trade. Look. We should trade base ideas too, which I'd appreciate. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, hey, we could we could even do it what, right now while we're no no. Let, let's move on. Talk a little bit more about the record. <laughs> Dude, as, as far as inspirations go, I I look to like. Um, a lot of just ideas like I like you know uh, James Jamerson who's probably one of my favorite bass players of all time mm -hmm. he's that soul background you know he's got that I like repeating patterns of stuff you know like uh, what am I thinking of uh, I forget his name the dude that played for James Brown for so many years okay like, I love James Brown I love That's that rad. kind of like you know it's That's funny like, you mentioned that and you can hear it specifically <laughs> on this record I can hear a lot of R&B influence when you when you like break everything down like the That's no life, choice yeah. and the rhythm is fucking. It's awesome. I love R and B oh. bass playing too. I mean, I love oh, R and B. Yeah. Period. I love all music, but like, nice. I, I think that's a huge, huge uh, uh, pickup right there. You know, have you ever listened to like Afro Cuban? Like, there's this, there's this dude that's one of my favorites. Uh, his name's uh, Ebo Taylor. Okay, I I, I, I'm guy. not familiar. Yeah. Oh man, he's he put out a record called Love and Death, which is funny because we have one called In Love and Death, and there's yeah. no no relation to it okay. at all. It just just happens. Really interesting. I even had that record on at my wedding. I was so obsessed with it. That's rad. <laughs> That's super cool. Well, let's let's take it down a, a couple of that. Yeah. Then after <laughs> Wannabe, you got this this track that has what I describe as an earbender moment. And uh, it, I think it's uh, Wow, I Hate This Song, which I absolutely love, by the way. <laughs> nice. 
That song is just awesome. the, the lyrical <laughs> content on it too is obviously hilarious. But then the musicality in the song, like like I said, you got that earbender moment where it drops down to like a dropped A, I believe. Is it is that an A? Or yeah, is I that... think it is. Yeah, I think it's an A. Yeah, it's a, it's a baritone, and we tuned it down. So it's a down tuned baritone. It's a down tuned baritone. Oh shit! Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I it's, think, it's, I think heavy, it's an man. A. Yeah. It drops, yeah. but then the melody somehow stays similar to the rest of the song. Like it's still super poppy, but then you got yeah. this really heavy drop tune. I don't know. I thought it like bends my ear that when I hear it, like every time for the first like couple of seconds, I'm like, whoa. And then, and then it comes in. Uh, did you ever have that when you guys were first putting that together or did it sound normal to you? You're just like, oh yeah, that's where it needs to go. Um, it was our guitar player that just, I can't, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but what I, I what I'm remembering right now, I think I remember, you know, mm -hmm. um, is we had Bert wanted to do some kind of major melody over a minor melody kind of a thing to where it was uh, like how uh, that la 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 you know it kind of goes mm -hmm. up and kind of it keeps positive and you're thinking it's a positive thing but then there's this negative dark undertone to it yeah and Joey Joey picked up a guitar he was just playing a riff over it mm -hmm. and then we put that baritone and plugged it in and he tuned it down to like uh, like you're saying like A sharp or A I can't remember. And played that riff over it. Like, that's it, dude. That's so dark, you know? Yeah. I think you recorded quickly, too. It was like one take of, oh, yeah, that's it. Let's keep that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, that was a moment when I was listening through for the first time. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Because you, you hear it. It is the major over the minor. We've, we've done that a couple of times in Avenged, too. And the totally. first couple of times you do it, it's kind of like, Oh, this is this is weird. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound normal, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's is that right? Should we be doing that? Uh, if you know the rules, you can break them. So you know. Yeah, I mean that's well. That goes back to like taking lessons and actually learning your instrument a little bit. I was self-taught too. I still am, oh, obviously, nice. and I haven't gone back and to learn too much. Like I know enough to name notes, but that's dude, not. you're rocking though. That's 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 what matters. You're putting your heart into it. You're putting your soul into it. And you're rocking. That's yeah, dude. Awesome. It's fun. It's really fun. Okay, then we get into the next time when I went wow on the record listening through is the, the Cathedral. Um, oh, okay. Is, then all of a sudden you, get, you got these heavy songs with these awesome melodies, and then you drop something that sounds like it should be on the Weekends record. <laughs> well, how, did, how did that song come about? What was, what was the idea there? Uh, the Weekend one, is that... Uh... Is that the almost Jamiroquai sounding? Yeah, the cathedral uh, bell. Uh, cathedral bell is what it's called. Oh, cathedral bell. Yeah, cathedral bell is. That's one. It might be my favorite song in the record, honestly. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if there's bass on it. I know, I know we recorded. Uh, at least I recorded bass over the synth because it's a synth doing the yeah like that downscale thing. Uh -huh. I recorded bass over it just in case, but not sure if they. I used don't think it. it. I don't think it's needed. You know yeah. that that synth part kind of drives it and it kind of you know i don't know what we're gonna do live i i'm gonna have to figure that out but you're gonna have to get yeah. one of the you're gonna have to be one of those bass players that can have the little sub synth that you can play <laughs> on the on with your with your right hand over here there you go or get just like a one octave guitar and <laughs> we're at it you know what i mean yeah yeah there's 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 a million things you could do or you could just take a break during that song that's what i do we have we have That's a song and it doesn't have any bass in it, and I just I just stand in the back and, and hang out and listen, you know. That's the best part. Go go somewhere, get a drink, you know. Yeah, especially you as, as an introvert, I'm sure you you would just <laughs> yeah. love that. Oh, totally, totally. You, you did you did just mention a drink. Are you are you uh, um are you are you still drinking? I know Bert uh, stopped drinking many years ago. Yeah, Bert stopped like seven years ago, which yeah. is one of the best things that's ever happened to him, as far mm -hmm. as that, you know. As far as me, I last time I drank was uh, Christmas, and I just haven't since then. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not, it's, it hasn't you know? been. Yeah, but you ne you didn't necessarily seem to have any kind of problems with it or anything. It was just kind of like, eh, when I want it, you know. Yeah, I, I kind of. I'm right now. I'm just over it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Either way, I, I never really go through the completely over it thing, <laughs> but I set <laughs> some boundaries here and there. So that, that, that's that's my I get it. that's my way to go. <laughs> I like that. I, I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> it's almost oh, like I've been drinking in so long now. I, I don't know when I'm going to do it again. You know, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, like I don't know if if it ever is going to sound like a good idea <laughs> yeah. again. 
Yeah. You actually probably feel good. Your skin's probably all healthy and shit. Like, oh, I feel awesome, man. I feel great. <laughs> don't rub it in, Jeff. <laughs> oh, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> You'd never believe it. <laughs> <laughs> there was another song that I wanted to ask about a bass part too, and then we'll get into these okay. featured things that I didn't see. Um, yeah. There's a song that it's it's 1984, I believe, and at the very end, there's just this one chord progression that lasts about like 10 seconds. And it's very like R&B meets GNR, uh, Use Your Illusions too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's like a piano part, right? Yeah, it's like that a piano has. part. And you have that this really, I love, you know, the rest of the time you're super busy on the bass. A lot of, a lot of times on most of your records, you're super busy, which I, I love busy bass playing. And then on this one, it's not only is that, it's also extremely tasty too. Um, and this part stuck out to me because, I was like, oh, that was like 10 seconds. I want to hear some more of that. Like, because <laughs> your note choice was, was so rad. It was like a little mini bass solo almost. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. I, I love that part. It almost, that part almost didn't make it, I think, as a whole. It kind of came around. Uh, I was hearing it in my head because that ending part, we did a couple of those. There's a couple of enders that are just like piano and vocals. And actually, mm -hmm. the two songs that made the record that are just like snippet, they're like in between songs, like, uh, interludes or i don't know what you'd call it yeah those interludes. used to be yeah, yeah. Th those were full songs at one point we really? actually cut those down just to be those interludes because the rest of the song sucked <laughs> but <laughs> well that's a good hey that's a good little tidbit for the kids at home who are learning to write if you if you're honest with yourself and you have one minute of a good song and three extra minutes of dog shit just make it in an interlude yeah, it, it worked out. We could have we kept rehashing it and try to fix the song, but that, the parts were so tasty, we just wanted to leave it. And we, we really like this idea of like a, just like a part C. You know, you have like a song, and then all of a sudden another part that comes in that's the vocals and the melody maybe are the same, but the music is so different, you know? And that part came around with me just sitting down on my bass while we were playing the piano part and trying to get vocals down. I heard that melody. And so then when I finally had it, I went up and recorded it when it was my turn or whatever, it turned out to fit. Uh, it comes, it, 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 yeah, it definitely comes out of nowhere, and it's gone as soon as it's there. But to, for me, I was just like, wow, that was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful, wow. man. I appreciate that. <laughs> so then, um, I, before we hit the record button, I was telling you that our mutual friend, Sean, which the last time we saw each other was at his wedding, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. That, that was like two years ago now, man. Was it? It was. I think Holy so. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your manager wow. and uh, one of my good, really good friends. And he sent me over the, the record before it came out and I was listening to it. And then I didn't know that there was these extra tracks at the end that were going to be released. He didn't, he didn't send me those. So oh, I'm nice. a little ill prepared on those, but you want to go through those real quick? I mean, you got like, you got guys from Blink yeah. on there and uh, what are those songs vibes? Like were those some just extra content kind of? Stuff that didn't fit with the rest of the songs necessarily, or you just wanted to have some special shit with some friends. Um, it was just kind of random, honestly. We got uh, "Blow Me," which had Jason from Fever Three. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah, "Blow Me" is the second song, second song on the record that yeah. has uh, Jason Allen Butler on. Yeah, and Jason's awesome. Him as a human being is a stand-up human being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him's a person. He's just, he's a great, he's like a great singer, great vocalist, so much energy. You know, I could kiss his ass all day, but he's fucking awesome, you know? And That's having so cool. him come down was kind of random. It was like we had a part for a song that was open and it, we felt like it needed something heavy or something gritty to it, like vocally. And so uh, John even mentioned it. John's like, what about Jason? Have Jason come down. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, dude. Like, that's perfect, right? Um, he came down, wrote his own lyrics, blasted that part out in like an hour. Like, scram I've never heard. And the weird thing about him is he did all the screamy, heavy stuff first and then did singy stuff after, you know, you know, normally blow people's voices. Yeah. For, he was screaming his ass off and then did all the singing parts, but his voice was perfect. It was, it was really crazy to that's see. That's super interesting. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I've never seen that before. Every time it's, right? you got to sing all the, all the clean stuff first and then go blow it out at the end. <laughs> yeah. Not with him. Not as crazy. He's got that's some wild. lines. Um, after that we did, uh, Let's see, I'll do the one. We did, Travis Barker came down and mm -hmm. jammed with us. And 
that one actually the bass tone on that song is my favorite tone for clean tone on bass that I've had in a long time. Oh, dude! I like See, a, again. Now I gotta check it out. I feel like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like a really round because I, I I'm really particular about my bass tone and it it's not what most people like. I, I listen to which is odd for a lot of people because they want that like like that crisp brightness and I'm trying to kill that crisp brightness. You know, I want like a round pop. If, if I'm making sense, I'm probably making sense to you, but people that yeah, don't play bass I mean, are like... It's only going to be <laughs> bass players that watch this one, so it's got like five people are going to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> No, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, I absolutely... And I love it. What, what, how are you getting that tone? What, uh, what bass are you using? What amp? What, what preamp? What, what are you using these um, days? You know, it's, it's changed a lot. Minus one thing, I use Aguilar's amps, and I've used Aguilar for like 15 years probably, and, and I've used the same different types of strings but i've used the same company dr i've used them for like 15 years too but okay my evolution to like flat wounds was over like almost accidental like i started playing like coded strings for a while mm -hmm. and I, I was just trying to deaden my tone every time i was trying to make it like heard right. it's 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 hard to get overdrive grindy but dead too at the same time it's Very it's like difficult. a hard you know what i'm saying and so my whole Usually life need I've been a little bit of a high end on there to get that yeah. rasp. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's always been my problem, trying to fight that, you know. But I kind of figured it out live, at least. I figured it out. But, yeah, as, as far as, like, records in the past, I've used, obviously, I've used amps, and I've used, like, ex my exact gear I want to use, my heads, my pedals, everything, you know. This record, I kind of didn't worry about it. I just let the engineers and John kind of get the tone I wanted from what they had, you know, and okay. tone I want, you know. But I used, um, I used, my, I have a Fender Five Jazz that I use for every recording. There's something about it. It's not like it's, you know, it's just I got it from the factory. It's, it just happens to be the best sounding bass I have for some reason, you know. No, that's and that's, I, that's weird yeah. how that happens. I have like a yeah, shit right? ton of basses. I mean, for the most part, I use my custom because I went that route and kind of made what I wanted and tailored to myself. But totally get that. But then sometimes you're absolutely right. Like I'll pull up an old 70s P bass or something like that. And I'm like, for, and for that track specifically, it just sounds better. You know, totally. For, I totally get whatever. that. Those old P basses too. Something about the wood. I don't know what it is. Something about know. the time and the wood. Yeah. I think it's all the smoke that was being done in the <laughs> studio and it somehow yeah. got into the wood. <laughs> yeah. Seriously though. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It's wild. <laughs> So that, so you had Travis, and then you had Mark come in too. Did Mark just That's sing, right, we, or did or did you give him your 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 jazz bass? <laughs> he just sang. He made fun of it because there's five strings on it. So oh yeah, he, he doesn't, he doesn't mess with first. that. <laughs> no, no, too many strings. It's a guitar. He thought, but okay. Mark, Mark's awesome. Honestly, I mean, Travis is awesome. Such a great drummer. It was so much fun playing bass to that with Travis. You know, I'm um, sure. And then Mark coming down, Mark. He's great. He sang. He he sang on all the choruses. It was it was great hearing him and listening to his ideas because he was kind of jamming with us, you know. And he's he's awesome, dude. He's a super intelligent, awesome dude, you know. Yeah, I mean that that band. You could see through their success that they're 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 not yeah. dummies, you know. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, they're definitely not dummies. Um, yeah, I haven't had the pleasure aside from just like in passing maybe at like music and stuff like that we say oh hey what's up in a big crowd but i haven't like totally totally got to, like sit down to talk to any of those dudes yet but it's on my list it's on my list i'm kind of similar i'm not like i'm not an outgoing hey guys what's up i'm like uh oh hey i know him maybe he'll see me and maybe he'll say hi <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> well, that, that goes um, back to your introvertness see. exactly yeah uh next song we did was oh yeah that that I, I actually slap on this song, which I didn't normally do, which is kind of funny. I'm on not a slap one? bass player, so I slap on that one with with uh, Mark. That's awesome. Are you still use flat ones you... for the for this slap? Yeah, kind of oh, weird. That I, is kind of uh, weird. I, mean, I, I don't think I've heard that before. I'm really interested in that. It's that same. It's that same brightness. I'm not trying to get. I can still make it bright, but uh -huh. it, it it cuts. There's this like tinny tone that if I if I hear it if you ever you know I don't know it's like this for me but if I ever play live and I'm playing terrible like tinny sound that I can't 
stop thinking about. It's terrible. So I, I will fuck up complete shows. I'll ruin, like, you wouldn't believe it, like, live recordings because I'm, like, paying attention to the stupid tone that I can't ignore for some reason. But And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. I've had those nights for some reason it's in your ear. No. Your aura. I, I assume you use ear, uh, in-ear, in-ears like these? Oh, yeah. Molded? Yeah, yeah I got some, you got on I got right some in right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Those, for whatever reason, you're on a different night, you got a different... We always had the same monitor board and everything, but for some reason, you're in a oh, different wow. room or something, and it just... Just to you, it sounds great out in the crowd, but just to you, it sounds a little, di- it sounds a little different every night. And it's, it can be totally. maddening. That's why I drink, though. I, I start off, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to play the way I know how and not pay attention <laughs> to that tone in my ears. <laughs> yeah, that, that helps me. Yeah, but that's why it's been weird not drinking. <laughs> for that reason <laughs> it's the only reason only reason <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm glad you brought um, it after, go, go ahead man oh yeah we did another song with uh, so this song was interesting we did a song called uh, The Lottery okay there's this um, outro like almost like a bridge part to it mm-hmm. that we kept messing with we had this song completely done except for the bridge we kept going over it again and Bert was like it's not heavy enough so then we'd try something else and he's like it's not heavy enough because we as growing up, we all grew up as like hardcore kids, you know, like old cave in, like converge, like coalesce, like all those kind of bands. That was like me and Bert, like that was like our thing, you know, like we loved that heavy hardcore stuff, you know? And, and so we were trying to get a song that kind of had that vibe to it, you know, a little bit, which is weird for the use, you know, obviously, but we well, I mean, that was kind of like part. a lot on this record though. Like I pointed out a few times, I'm like, you guys went a little heavier than I've heard. That's, that's how I feel too. We kind of did it. You know? At least got it through somehow, but yeah. yeah, we worked on this part over and over and over again, try to get heavier and heavier and heavier. And we finally got it to where we want it, and then we wanted to have this guy from this other band come and sing on it, um, Knocked Loose, which is an awesome band. I've heard Knocked Loose before, but they're not familiar. I'll check out. It, it it sounds like that old cave-in, like that old hardcore stuff that you're like, okay, you know. But we were trying to get him to come out and sing on it, but he was uh, kind of too busy. They were touring constantly, you know. And so it just wouldn't line up, and we ran out of time, and we needed somebody else. And I've never met this guy before, but his name's Caleb Shormo from uh, a band called Beartooth, right? Okay, Beartooth's I, awesome. I know Beartooth, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we, our guitar player knew him, and Feldman knew him. And so they called him up, and he was into it to come down and jam on the record. That's cool. And his part, was, his part is so good on that song. It's like one of the highlights of that song. But it's, it's amazing that we got him, and he fit in so perfectly, you know? That's so rad. I'm I'm glad to hear it. I, I'm liking all these collabs, though. Like honestly, it's it's good to see in rock too. But uh, it's it's not just a hip hop thing anymore. We can do features yeah. too. It's pretty cool. I it only it. takes us I'm, like 10, 15 years later, but you know. I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I do think it's great. It is great for music to to see this. You know, like different different avenues of of um, camaraderie and help. Because I don't know if you remember this, like, but. For a while, like in the early 2000s, it wasn't re- in the rock world. It really wasn't cool to like help each other out. It was more about we're we're battling against these other bands for supremacy in a lot of in a yeah. lot of respects. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe, which is sad. You know, I felt like I like the camaraderie. We're all in it together. We're all yeah. trying to win. You know, there's there's no like first place. It's it's you know it's all the same. We're all it's trying so to figure we- out how, music. You know. Yeah, and it's so weird that that happened for a while, dude. Are you? Do you have a green hydro flask like the army? Literally the same color. That's base cool. player thing. Base player thing. That's my. For sure. It's my favorite color of all time. Is this color? <laughs> I don't even know. Actually, if it's my favorite color. I, just, I I have like several of these different hydro flasks. I just happen to have this one right now. I, I do too. I have two right here, and they're both the same color. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> now, now that's neither here nor there, but that is a pretty funny coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a base thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a base thing. So we talked about like uh, coming up together, um, doing those warp tours back in the day. I remember watching you guys on stage. But even like you guys were more on main stage on the, by this point, but a few times you'd be on the Maurice. We'd be pr- pr- primarily on Maurice, and then a few times that's on right. the main da- main stage back in like two thousand three. I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's exact, right? Yeah. Um, I remember watching you guys with all that energy and Bert jumping off the speakers into the crowd. You guys were just doing nutty shit. I mean, it was it was really cool. Um, um, over the years, you've still been a great live band. And I got to ask the question now, like, 
you got a new record out, the timing, it, was this always the time you were gonna release the record and you're like, well, it's ready, let's just do it anyway? Was there any discussion to postpone it because you know the likelihood of shows coming back for uh, any kind of normalcy or anything like that is likely a year out at this point? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we, we had this set, this exact date, the 24th set for a long time and we had uh, already had a, two singles out I don't know if you call it singles anymore. I don't know what they were. We released two songs. Mm -hmm. And we already had plans. This whole setup was going on. We, we were supposed to have a record release party in LA. That got canned. We were supposed to have a tour with uh, a band through this whole time. That would probably be over right now, actually. We, were, we had a lot lined up, which I'm sure you did too. There was a lot lined up and a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of things changed. You know, we, We've been working yeah. on stuff, everyone. I, I started doing this show about a year ago. And ever since, nice. like people are still going like, hey, When's the new record? When's the new record? Because we've been, I started it kind of while we were writing. And I'm like, well, you know, first oh, wow. of all, we take a long time to write records. I don't know if you guys remember this, but we take that's a minute good, to write records. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing, honestly. Yeah. And then now with this happening, we, we're kind of just flipping our thumbs with what we got, seeing like, how, like what, what's the next step here? We got to kind of wait it out now and see what the next step is. But, um, yeah, so you guys just, you're like, well, this is what we had planned. Let's go for it and see where the chips will lie, I guess, right? Yeah, we kind of felt like there wasn't much choice. We had so much going on. We had a bunch of video ideas coming out. Um, we released that Cathedral Bell song. We released that with like a lyric video. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about that song, it, if we released that at any other time, it would be an awesome song. But if we released, and I don't mean that... Don't take that as like an ego thing. I'm just saying I, I like that song, so that's why I think it's an awesome song. You're, it's okay to it's a, it's okay to be in love with your children. I think. <laughs> okay, yeah, well put. Yeah, so we released that song around. Um, God, I think it was a month ago. I, I can't remember exact times, but the cool thing about that song, releasing it during quarantine, mm -hmm. is that the lyrical idea is kind of loosely based on being trapped. And so being trapped at home and hearing the song about being trapped is sort of a weird coincidence, you know? And yeah. And I think releasing that any other time wouldn't have the same impact. So just for my sake alone, even though we're not touring and even though this record came out in the middle of quarantine, having that song come out during a quarantine makes me kind of happy, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, you're, you're, it's by sheer coincidence, but sometimes when those stars align, man, it just... It has a, it gives you a certain feeling about the art that you're putting out, right? And I, I think that's what you're what you're talking about, and I, I would completely agree. Um, nice. So that's that's super rad. That's super coincidental. I love it. So wait, you guys are back on a you're on Feldman's label though, right? Is that what label you guys are on now? Yeah, we joined with. Uh, let's see, we joined with them. Uh, damn. Just forgot their label name. Oh God, don't tell Feldman. <laughs> you know that's funny. I'm absolutely gonna oh. tell him. No, no, this is big a funny story. He's big coming noise. on the show next Thursday. <laughs> so yeah, before that's right. this that's one right. airs, he's coming on the show, and I'm gonna have a chat with him about that. I am definitely gonna have to mention that, Jeff. I'm sorry, that's happening. No, I don't. I don't mind it at all. He was there. Um, it's big noise. We joined with the. I almost said new noise, and then I started thinking refused, and I was like, oh God, that's not it. And I'm gonna be stuck. But no, it's it's we. We joined with Big Noise is the name of the label. And, and so far, that? just... God, because we were with Hopeless for a long time. Before that, we were with Reprise, Warner Reprise. And then we were with them for like 10 years. But honestly, joining with Big Noise, they've... So far, I've done more press on this record than I've done for maybe any record. And maybe it's because wow. everybody's bored and stuck at home that they're just shooting press <laughs> at me. You know, we'll make the bass player do it, you know? <laughs> oh, I always get that one. I always get that one. Yeah, I don't want to do mind it. We'll it. Do it. Yeah. You're an introvert, so it would probably bum you out. I'm an extrovert, so okay. I actually don't mind. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, let's have a chat, man. Let's do this. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. I honestly don't mind if it's, like, this is great. I would do this all the time. I, I don't have to be anywhere. I can be here and kind of in my safe spot, my safe zone. Yeah. Usually my safe zone's holding a base, but, you know, which <laughs> I'm just pretending. But, yeah, this tons of press for this record. And Big Noise have been so awesome. World, like, worldwise, we don't get a lot of love in certain countries. Okay. And it seems like this record alone, they've been pushing us in all these new countries that we haven't toured or we haven't played in a long time or it just happens, this record happens to be working in, you know? 
Well, I mean, it, 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 I guarantee it has a little bit to do with the content, too. It's a really good record. But also, what are, what are those uh, uh, countries you speak of, though, that um, aren't the biggest used fans at the moment? Uh, let's see. We, we did pretty good in Germany for a minute, and we haven't had that much luck. We've been, we hit it constantly for a while. For some reason, us in Europe, it's just not working. It hasn't worked, you know? Mm-hmm. This record seems to be hitting pretty hard. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. In Germany, at least, which okay. is awesome. Uh, and as far as uh, I did an hour special, it was just me for an hour taking over a radio in Colombia, and we've never played Colombia, so I hope it did well. <laughs> Dude, that's rad. You got to. I mean, it was pretty Columbia's, cool. I haven't been to Colombia, but I heard it's awesome. So I, that's I'd love be, to go. Yeah, yeah. You get to. You get. Those are the kind of countries that you hear like beautiful and all this kind of stuff, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to play there. It's like getting a paid vacation in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, totally, man. Yeah. Some of that. I love traveling. I love touring. So I feel like most of the time when I'm out of the country, I feel like I'm on a vacation. You know, yeah. sometimes I don't, sometimes people don't like touring, touring like certain states or countries or whatnot, you know, and I feel like the entire time I'm just in some kind of weird heaven thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting from an introvert. I feel the same way, but I, that's because I, I like getting out. Well, I guess there's different ways to get out, right? You can get out just by yourself or like with your wife or something and doing that. I'm totally. like, let's go to the bars. Let's go to the bars. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm like loner walking around by myself with my headphones on and like, some, like somewhere in Europe or Brazil or something, you know. <laughs> and just in love with it. You're just walking oh, by. I'm just happy. Yeah. <laughs> Finding a restaurant, you know. Yeah. Uh, the restaurants out in Europe are awesome, especially... Oh, For some yeah. reason, during the summertime, even though they have the same food, but like when you're in Europe in the summertime and you're sitting out at the cafe and getting some good food, it's like it's oh, it's awesome. Makes those days off a lot more fun. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah. Since this album came out in quarantine, I know you said you're doing a lot of press. What else are you doing to pass the time? I know you're a big horror movie fan. Is there new ones that I need to check out that I haven't seen yet? I'm a super. I'm a super nerd. You know, I spend too much time not playing bass by getting sidetracked from other things. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I've been watching tons of horror movies. I just watched, so do you remember Suspiria? Yeah. You might be saying, from like the old 70s, like kind of culty film. Yeah, someone brought that up to me the other day, and I was oh, like, did they? it took me a second to remember, and I was like, I have seen it, because I went and looked at it. I'm like, I have seen this movie. I don't remember much about it, though. They just made a new like an Amazon version. If you have Amazon Prime, they just made a new okay. one. And it's like an hour longer. And it's, it's awesome. Actually, I just finished watching it today. And it's, it's, I want to say it's better because it's updated, but not always, remakes are not always better. Sometimes they downgrade them, but this one I thought was really good. Yeah. Maybe it's, it all out. the music is done by Tom York too, which is wild. It's, it's worth watching. It's that dark. Is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, dark. I like horror movies too. And, most yeah. of them tend to be pretty dark, so I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Well said. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them are created. I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of the horror movies that that make you chuckle too. Like my favorite of oh, yeah. the monsters is is Freddy Krueger because oh cool yeah I mean he was awesome the first one it was, it was definitely scary with 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 Depp when he's killing Depp and then but like a few movies later he's making these awesome puns while he's killing these kids and i'm like i love that this is brilliant (laughs) yeah did you ever get into uh, like the army of darkness evil dead oh yeah you ever seen any of those did you see the tv show the ash versus evil dead i never watched i always saw it pop up on like it was on like a and e or whatever it was on it's so good and i didn't i so good i just never got around to it unfortunately my wife doesn't share a lot of the same uh movie choices that I do so I like I miss totally out on it. stuff because you got to watch what she's gonna watch too when you're gonna I get sit it, down I and get watch it. something you're out on the road for several months I can watch then and then I come back home and now all the compromises start happening totally get it yeah my wife doesn't like horror movies either it's too oh, much man. for her so. yeah you gotta find that you gotta find it. it she likes some horror movies it's just some of when it gets okay. when, 
She likes the darker ones. See? Oh. So if I go to like the silly ones, like Army of Darkness route, she's like, I, I don't care about this. I'm like, okay. I get it. Okay. She likes dark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that worked out. She also listens to like pop music. So, oh, wow. Like, and predominantly pop. Doesn't even like Avenged Sunfold. I don't even know why she's my, my wife. <laughs> Actually, my wife's similar. She listens to uh, music that is, I feel like is way cooler than I could ever be. <laughs> you know, like all my music taste comes from shit she's showing me. And I'm like, oh my God, I love that. What is that? And she's like, oh, it's this Ethiopian jazz dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> this might be my favorite music I've ever heard, you know? That's so rad. I love that. I love that. Well, we're going to have to have a deeper conversation where we could do this again in person. I'll let you go. and uh, Hopefully, uh, I wish you nothing but... Great success on this record, and hopefully you guys get to play some of these songs live sooner than later, because um, we yeah. all be looking forward for, to that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It was all awesome right. talking to you too. Yeah, man. It's just good to see good to see you again. <laughs> Been too definitely long. good to see you. Well, yeah, well, definitely. Well, let's not wait another two years for this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully in person if this quarantine never goes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll see you then, brother. And uh, thanks again. Oh. You don't, you, you're off the grid, so you probably don't, but do you have any social medias you want to you pimp out right here? Um, I have, I have an Instagram, Virtual Jeffa, that I don't ever go on. Okay. You know? and if I <laughs> but do, it's there. I'll, I'll post a picture if I'm out in the field and I can get service, but other yeah. than that, you know, you can't really talk to me on it or anything. You can just look at a random picture, but if you want to look at some random picture, then it's Virtual Jeffa. Okay. But other than that, that's all I do. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> no Facebook, perfect. no problem. Yeah, but and you can find all the the used uh, socials pretty easy too because you guys have all those. Oh yeah, and the dot coms. And, you know, just type in the used in a Google search, people. It's not that hard. Totally <laughs> have the used on Instagram or Twitter. I don't even know if we have a Twitter. Does anybody have a Twitter anymore? Yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, Trump do. does, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, so you're saying all the wrong people have Twitter? I've got a Twitter for the show. Not personally. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would I say it. horrible I things on there, I'm sure. Right? They all they don't like that. <laughs> all right, brother. Good talking to you. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, great I'll, talking I'll, I'll to hit you up later. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Thanks again. And that'll just about do it for this week's edition of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much again for checking it out and listening to the end. Uh, we had a blast with this conversation. As I mentioned in it, uh, I didn't hear those last five songs um, at, at the time that we had this conversation, but I since have gone back, obviously, and listened to the rest of them. The, they are incredible. The ones with Mark, Ho- Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, uh, the, all of them. I mean, they're, they're really great songs. They're, 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 um, I'm a little upset with uh, their manager, Sean, who's a good friend of mine, as well as myself for not having <laughs> already listened to him before I had the chat with Jeffa, but... I honestly cannot recommend this enough. Go back and listen to this record all the way through. I mean, top to bottom, this quite possibly could be my favorite used record. I mean, the first one uh, will always have a part in my heart from uh, knowing them for so long and seeing their success and watching their trajectory. Just when they came onto the scene, it was just such a big record. Um, And we were label buddies and the whole nine on Warped Tour together. But I have to say, this new record has, has it all for me. I couldn't be happier for the guys. Make sure you go follow and check out all their socials. I'm sure they got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I, you know, it's it's quarantine times, so you're not going to find any tour dates at this time, I don't think. But hopefully, they will be able to get back sooner than later. So you're not going to want to miss that. Make sure that you uh, follow and check everything they got out. Um, and hey, follow us at Drinks with Johnny. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All the main ones. I think we have a TikTok coming out soon. I'm not sure what I'm going to do there yet. But go ahead and start following it. I'll figure it out later. Um, (laughs) Also, subscribe to this podcast right here that you're listening to. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Leave me a comment. Tell me me what you think of the show and maybe give me some uh, guest ideas. Also, uh, subscribe to us on the Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. That's right. There is visuals to these uh, conversations, if you didn't already know that. And we have our very own channel where I occasionally will go live. Actually, we do a Thirsty Thursday live and uh, a Tuesday uh, live at 5, Drinks with Johnny. Um, That's been going on since uh, quarantine has started. Um, I'll probably start... Uh, 
you know, only going live once a week after that. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff happening in Drinks with Johnny World. So make sure you go to drinkswithjohnny.com as well. Sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss out what's on what's going on. Our merch is now back open. So support the show. Show that you care. Um, you know, they got people working for me on this show. Um, the, the money isn't going to uh, little old Johnny Christ there. Uh, we're, we have people that I'm paying uh, regularly that are working very hard on this show to keep you guys entertained. So please just go uh, support the show in every way you can. If you don't have any money, that's fine. Keep it. Just support the show by following and subscribing. That is more than enough. Um, so please do that. And uh, yeah, as I said at the top of the show, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite songs on the record. I mean, there's so many I could have chose. Um, but because of our conversation and we talked about the ear bender that this song has, I'm going to leave you guys with Wow, I Hate This Song from the new used record, Heartwork. Listen to it and then go check out the whole rest of the record, okay? And uh, let me know what you think about it because I absolutely love this record. Um, so, yeah, until next week, as always, cheers. Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. 
I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.